Today I'm going to be sharing with you why the best way to remember is to teach. A lot of times we forget the things that we say, but um, could it be that we haven't communicated? Expression deepens the impression. So if you want to retain the things that you're learning, then it's going to be imperative. It's important to be able to impart and to share with others the things that God has shared with you. And today I'm going to be sharing with you a few reasons why it is so important to communicate with others the things that you're learning if you want to remember them. My name is Enoch Leffingwell and here at the Army of Youth, we are passionate about helping young people to identify their unique talents and to dedicate them to Christ's service. If this is something that interests you, then I encourage you to subscribe to our channel, follow us on social media so that you can get more messages just like this one. So why is learning, why is the best way to remember to teach and how does teaching actually strengthen our memory and uh, the one thing that i would encourage us to do is to communicate as you learn because uh first corinthians 9 16 i really resonate with something paul said the apostle he said woe is me if i preach not the gospel of christ because i have realized that i um if i don't teach something then I will struggle to remember that the only way that I'm going to really retain these things is if I communicate it with other people. And uh, the more that we express, the more that we communicate, the easier it will be to, um, to be able to retain the things that we're learning. And, um, and part of it, science has shown that there was this article and it was saying why you should always teach what you learn. And they showed that if you learn by a lecture, you will remember 5% of what you hear. But if you read, you're going to remember about 10% of what you, what you read. And if there's some audio, there's visual, maybe you got some slides or, or, or maybe you're hearing and you're reading along, you're gonna remember about 20%. This goes along with your, you're listening to a video or a sermon and you're following along in your Bible and you're reading along with you. You might learn about, remember 20. But if there's a demonstration, a practical example of how this is carries out, you will learn about 30%. If you're able to have discussion, like in the small group squads that we do, where you could discuss the conversation and share and learn and, and talk about what you're learning, then you retain about 50% because you're starting to get more into the expressing part. And then you, learn, you remember about 75% of what you learn when you practice doing, when you apply your action and you get involved and you're an active learner, that you'll remember about 70%. But if you teach, when you teach others, you'll retain about 90% of what you learn. Can you believe that? 90%. And I've very, I've, I've also found that to be quite true because um, when you teach something, you get to learn it twice. And when you teach something, you get to learn it twice. This helps us to be able to retain the information that we want to share. In fact, uh, Daniel 11 and verse 31 says that if we really understand something, it says, they that understand shall instruct many. And that tells me that if we really understand, we will be able to teach it to others. There's a lot of things we say we understand or we, we think we remember, or we think we know, but when called upon to share with others, we forget, we don't remember, and we stumble upon our words. So it's, I find that it's like a biblical bro barometer in Daniel eleven thirty one 31 that 
the only way that I know if I really understand something is if I could teach it to others. If I can't teach something, then I don't believe that I really understand it. And that has been my motto, that has been my method for many, several years. And um, this is what I believe has helped to accelerate the learning process of trying to understand the Word of God and learn new things. And I have so much more to learn. But I found that there's, when you learn, get to learn these shortcuts, there are few people who are willing to do the effort of sharing with others. And it's really an act of love to communicate with others things that have benefited and helped you tremendously. Um, there's few people willing to go to that level of service. But those who do reap great rewards in receiving and remembering the things they want to learn. One of the greatest fears that causes people to not share is that they have this fear like, what if I, what if I try to share something and someone asks me a question and I don't have the answer? They feel as though not having the answer is the worst possible thing that could happen. But in my experience, I found that those are the times when I learn the most. In uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, the Bible says to study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed to be what? Ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So there are, um, what I found is that when in memorizing scripture and memorizing the word of God, one of the best ways to remember is to share. And it's in those moments when they ask you a question and you find that your study was not, like you weren't prepared to answer, then that kind of embarrassment comes, like that is good. It's a blessing. The just man falls seven times and rises up again. I've found that when I get asked questions I don't know, then I go back and I study it out or, or maybe I'm learning or maybe I've heard it before, but I just forgot because that wasn't relevant. It wasn't my question. It was just, I, I took things for granted. I thought I knew and then when I share, then I realize, oh, I, uh, I don't know the answer. But when I find it, I'm studying my devotions, it's like the answer is just glowing off the page. It's like, there it is. That's the answer. And it's, there's a lot more like emotional like engagement and intensity with the answer, that truth that wasn't there before because I did not um, learn or I, I didn't um, share it with others. But because I was asked a question and I didn't have the answer, that's why it became so much more relevant. And here's a tip. Here's an equation for you to know in memory. That information plus emotion equals long-term memory. So that emotion of embarrassment or maybe a shame or maybe asking a question, I don't know. It's good. It's good for me that I've been afflicted, Psalms 119.71 says, that I might learn thy statutes. You can turn your losses into lessons by learning from them. And these defeats can be turned into victory when we turn them into lessons. So like for me, the worst thing that could happen is not having the wrong answer. I love when people ask me questions I don't know because it causes me to search deeper and I learned much more. There's been oftentimes people ask me questions um, from the Bible and I'm able to give them Bible verses and give them answers. And sometimes people ask like, how do you remember so much verses? How do you know, like understand so much of the scriptures? And it's like, well, it's because um, it's because I had the question and I didn't have the answer. And when I found it, I, um, it made, made sense to me. Or what often happened is I'm teaching something and then um, someone asked me the question and I didn't have it. But it only takes about one time that if I get asked a question, I don't have it, then I find it, 
then it's it's so hard to forget that because of the intensity of the emotion that is attached to that experience and so i find that really it's by teaching by sharing with others that you're able to remember it happened uh, earlier uh this week uh, during family worship someone was trying to find a verse and i was like oh it's it's genesis eleven six. and they're like how did you know and the truth was because within the last month i've taught that verse to maybe like four or five people in just like maybe two or three weeks and it's the repetition that deepened the impression by teaching it it's easier to remember it's hard to forget like i didn't have that verse memorized uh three months ago or three years ago but it's a lot easier to remember today because of expressing it to other people so god has not wired us to just hoard up all this knowledge and and always feel that we don't have enough. Like I don't have enough answers. I don't have enough truth. I don't know enough before I could share anything. And the truth is you're never going to know enough. That is, um, that's what helps to keep you humble. And it's better that way because when you come into situations that you're not prepared for and you could recognize and admit like, you know, I don't have the answer. I don't know. That's a great question. Let me write it down. This is a tip. You can write it down and I'll get back to you when I find the answer. And just saying that expression and admitting that I don't have all the answers and being able to, to relieve that burden, that stress, to feel like you have all the answers, that helps a lot. People would rather follow a leader that is always real than one that's always right. And that authenticity, that humanity, they connect with that far more than if you're trying to pretend like you know things that you don't. That really pushes people away. So it is, it's a prideful thing that demands having all the answers before we share anything. We can start with where we are with what we have and trust God with the rest. I really like 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 2 because in this, Paul is showing this divine plan for retaining the, the messages uh, that he's sharing with Timothy. Paul is speaking to Timothy and he says, the things which thou, Timothy, has heard of me, Paul, among many witnesses, the same commit to who? Faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. So God actually is teaching us so that we could share with others. And God is looking for, in verse 3, we see, he continues, Thou therefore endure hardness. A workman that need not be ashamed it takes it's hard it's it's effort it, but it's worth it endure hardness as a good soldier for Jesus Christ God is looking for gospel soldiers he is looking for people who are willing to communicate as they learn not when they learn not after they learn but as they learn who are willing to communicate the responsibility to share is not just upon the preacher or the pastor we are all held accountable to share from timothy to faithful men to teaching others also we have these four generations of leadership that god is seeking to communicate these truths to others and um and the truth is if, if you've ever been blessed by anything that i've shared with you or you've been blessed by the messages that you've been hearing I want you to know that one of the greatest ways that you could express your gratitude is not with words, not with comments, not with, not, well, not with anything. The greatest reward that you can give, and this is just my personal joy, is to go share with others what God has shared with you through the Army of Youth. If you just teach what you know to other people, 
that would be the greatest benefit, the greatest blessing. Being able to share these videos, to share the, the concepts, to express with others the things you're learning, to take notes and then review those notes with someone who wasn't here. That is the biggest reward, the greatest benefit, and the greatest way. I always tell my students, you can, uh, you can, if you appreciate it, that's the best way to show your gratitude, is to share with other people. And it's just like Paul was saying to Timothy, go teach others also. And the fact is, it's not just for me, this is for your own good. Because impression that does not lead to expression causes depression. I'll say that again. Impression that does not lead to expression causes depression. Think about the guilt, the weight, the, the, uh, that when you learn something life transforming, this, it is powerful and it's helpful, it's encouraging you, and, it, and it's making a difference in your life. Don't you feel a desire to communicate to others, a, to make known to others about the Savior? It, this is the first impulse of a renewed heart. If we're not feeling the desire to communicate with others, if we're not having a burden to share with others what God has shared with us, then chances are maybe we need to examine our life and examine ourselves. Because when we're learning things from heaven, God desires us to communicate to others and express. Otherwise, it depresses and it discourages and it's hard. Like I know the guilt and the the, the challenge that it, the burden that it has to not be sharing in proportion the things that I've been learning. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm recording this for you. And that's why I'm sharing with others what God has shared with me. Um, and I, I remember looking through too, I was, I was uh, 17 years old and I was coming home from school one day. And this is a time where a lot of people are thinking, what am I going to be when I grow up? School's almost out. What am I going to do? And I was thinking, I don't know. I was working at this, um, at this, at this uh, production line. It, I, I had a friend who owned a business and they made model trains. And what we would do is we'd take this plastic, we'd pull it up, we'd twist it off and put it into two buckets. Take it, twist, two buckets. Take it, twist. And I'd just do that the whole time is, is moving these plastic pieces. And it was like, and then I sat across the, the table with a lady whose name was Peggy. And Peggy apparently had been there for 40 years. Can you imagine doing 40 years of twists and placing in buckets? I, I, I like talked to her and I'm like, even just sitting across from her made me feel anxious because I couldn't imagine doing this for 40 years. And the thought of it just terrified me. I'm like, I, I can't handle this. I had to quit. I'm like, look, I, I, like, I appreciate our friendship. I thank you for the job opportunity, but I can't continue to work here. I'm sorry. And I, I backed out of that because that was not for me. So here I am walking home from school and I'm like, what am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do? And I'm trying to figure out. And I remember for years, I thought that I was going to be um, a video game designer, or a like a video game, um, like beta tester or something. And I realized that eh, that's, I don't really have that passion anymore. Or I thought like, oh, maybe I like math. Maybe I could be a math teacher or something. I'm like, oh, I really don't see going to school for that many years and going into debt, getting a master's in mathematics is going to be really the best route for me. So I was just like, uh, yeah, I don't see myself doing that. And I was like, well, maybe I should be a mechanic. I'm like, well, may maybe not that either. And, and then it hit me. And then I realized this is the day I found my purpose in life, that I would be miserable doing anything other than sharing with others what God has shared with me. The reason why I live, I found my personal mission statement from that day forward. 
that was my reason. That is what I began to realize that I want to work for God. I didn't know how that looked. I didn't know what that looked like. But at 17 years old, I knew that God was transforming my life. And I wanted to share with others something that would allow me to communicate with others in a way that Christ has been communicating with me. And I started to share. And as I did, the Lord opened up doors. And um, by age 18, I had the privilege to preach on all of the West Coast in Washington, Oregon, and California, doing prayer meetings, camp meetings, speaking at churches in different locations. And the Lord had opened up opportunities to communicate. And I remember doing this evangelistic series in California, and there was these people, I was, ni- I was a teenager, and, they were like, and, and uh, we were doing this two-week evangelistic series, and they're like, how do you know all these things? And I'm like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not here because I know everything. I'm not here because I have this great knowledge. I'm here because I want to learn just like you. And I really believe the best way to learn is to teach. So I'm here sharing with you what I know, what I have. I don't have, there's a lot of things I don't have. There's a lot of things that I have questions just like you do, but I'm just sharing what I have as a teenager doing this evangelistic series. I'm like, my encouragement to you is to go out and share and, and, and share with other people. And um, it's been the same message today. The best way to remember, friends, is to teach. I can't say emphasize enough. One of the a great opportunities, a great method that you can share with people is to publish online. Psalm says that God, the Lord sent his word and great was the company that published it. You know the button to make a post go public to the world on, on YouTube is the word publish. The button to... Um, say a post when you publish the word of God on Facebook is the word publish. When you write a blog and you post it online, it's the word publish. All these publish buttons. I like to call this modern publishing. On social media, if you're a writer, you can write. If you're a speaker, you could talk on a podcast. If you don't mind being on on camera, you could do a little 10 minute live video. Or maybe if that freaks you out, it freaked me out talking to a camera. So what I ended up doing was starting with story posts. 15 seconds, friends, could be viewed by hundreds of people every day. Who doesn't have 15 seconds to pull up their phone and publish the Word of God and what God has been sharing with you? Whatever you want to remember, publish it. Uh, Martin Luther once said that if you want to change the world, pick up your pen and write. That's publishing, right? Today, I would say it's also true that if you want to change the world, pick up your phone and record. Publish the Word of God, and as you publish, it can have a profound impact. You right here are listening because of publishing, and um, you don't have to have a bunch of equipment and all this stuff. Literally just publishing on your phone, I do it often, and I've reached thousands of people just with a little device can make a huge difference. But share something. Find a way to share your devotions and express with others what God has shared with you. Now, there's a, a really encouraging testimony that I find in uh, John chapter 4, Jesus is speaking to this woman at the well. And in this experience, she comes in contact with Christ. And immediately, when she discerned that this is the Messiah, this is a Savior, that she left her water pot, she went back to her city, and she said to the man, Come, see this man which told me all things I ever did. Is he not the Christ? And then they came out in droves, and they came to him um, to listen to Jesus. And, and how soon did she come in contact with the Savior that he made, she made known to others. It was immediately. Now, did, could she thoroughly explain all the prophecies relating to Christ and the Messiah? No. But what did she share? She shared her experience. This man who told me all things that I ever did, is he not the Christ? You have 
an experience. You have a testimony. God's not asking you to share what you don't know. He's asking you to share what you have. And you too can be an effective missionary for Christ. This woman, she was living with other men. She was living in open sin. She wasn't perfect in every way. She didn't have a perfect knowledge, but God was still able to use this sinner to communicate the gospel to other people. So in like manners, God is able to use you where you are to be able to share with others what God has shared with you. God has a plan for your life. And if you really want to learn, if you want to understand what that plan is, then the best way to find direction from God is to go and communicate what little direction you may have to help someone else who is lost, who is striving, who is looking for answers to give hope to the hopeless, courage to the courageless. The army of youth here, we are at war with young people living aimless lives. We envision a world where never again must a young person live an aimless life, where all the youth know their true purpose and lead meaningful lives in the Lord's service. And we're not going to stop until that happens. And as we share with other people, we're giving aim to the aimless and hope to the hopeless. You can be an instrument in the hand of God and making a difference in others. If you desire for greater opportunities, and if you want to know how you too can use your experiences, your to, things you're learning, and to share with others what you've been blessed by, then I want to invite you to join us in what we call these squads, because we're in the army of youth. And in these little small groups, there's Bible studies. We come together, we share testimonies, we share prayer requests, and you're surrounded with prayer warriors who are wanting to help you. And you're able to share your faith and encourage others. It's a place to, um, to learn and to grow. And, and if you like the stuff that we share on the Army of Youth YouTube channel, you will love the studies that we do in these squads because it's helping to equip you to understand your unique talents, dedicate them to Christ's service, know how to work for God, to know how to find direction from God, know and understand the will of God, and to learn these skills of life that will help you to reflect Christ to those who are seeking. If you'd like to join, all you have to do is go to the website, thearmyofyouth.com forward slash squads, and you can join one today. That's again, thearmyofyouth.com forward slash squads, and you can join and, and start sharing with others uh, the things that you want to learn. And I want to thank you so much for spending this time listening and, and being here. I pray this was a blessing, and I encourage you, friends, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies a call.